stiff arms of crap. <laughs> Draco Batch right there. Fighting through contact, fighting through offensive line, being a double team, multiple moves stacked into one, just a play of pure domination. This is actual film, it's actual football talk. It's a football show, it's about football, not storylines. And you are listening to the 34th edition of Blue It's Blitz, a pretty short show um, for you guys today. Uh, I got 15 plays of Frank Gore. Uh, like I said, I want to keep that relatively short because I know people aren't overly interested in Frank Gore. So if, if I keep it to 30, 40 minutes, a uh, ton of people won't click, uh, click off and get interested or get uh, disinterested. Um, I'll take care of the housekeeping uh, very, very quickly. This is the last player review of uh, the 2020 offseason until the Jets inevitably sign another receiver or another outside linebacker or they trade for Nagakwe or Clowney or they sign Logan Ryan and then I'll be in a mad dash to get a review out uh, in the last two weeks before the season. So that's that's going to happen because in my mind it's, okay, you got Gore out, you're going to do another show in a couple days and it's going to be a nice little break um, before the season starts. But that's just not how how it works. So. Uh, jorb31 on twitter that's where i post a lot of the film a lot of my opinions uh things like that if you're interested uh i wouldn't take anything uh to, to heart that i say <laughs> during the jets games because that's a, typically when i'm with my friends uh have a few brews and are watching the game so i usually don't mean 95 percent of the things i say uh i'll always regret the one tweet uh where the jets followed me and i told the jets they suck so bad to unfollow me they unfollowed me and they never followed me back so uh <laughs> miss out on that opportunity but it is it is what it is uh if you listen or if you if you watch on the youtube obviously subscri uh, subscribe and like and if you can like i said if you have an apple phone or whatever uh just go to the podcast app throw another five star uh rating if you can uh review uh vice versa if you do watch on the podcast go subscribe on youtube or like it on youtube again it always helps me out um if you want to email me i got Two emails. Uh, I'm planning on responding. Sometimes I see them. I'm like, okay, I got to respond to this later because it's, it's you know it takes me a little while. Um, it's Joe J O E period Blewett B L E W E T T at Jets J E T S X Factor dot com. Uh, like I said, I did I did see both emails that I got. Um, one from somebody looking to uh, who's actually a coach and wants to figure out more things about the run game. Uh, I'm going to respond back to him. Uh, Jet X Shop ton of shirts I, I wear them every single show a ton of ton of shirts uh, there uh, mims davis suniga connor mcgovern uh brayden man uh ashton davis like whoever you want um other than that i don't know when the show's gonna be released i'm recording it on the 26th right now uh, so if anything has happened from the 26th to when you hear this i'm not going to comment on it because i'm i'm recording this on the 26th uh like i said last show before the youtube live again It'll mean a lot to me. YouTube Live, 6 p.m. It's going to be me and Kyle Smith. We're going to be talking about the 53-man roster. Um, if you have a YouTube account, great. Uh, click on the link. It's going to be like – I, I guess it's gonna, you're going to be up and see that we're going live at this time. You click on it, and you're going to be able to watch us live. You can comment in, in the comments below, and I'm, able, I'm going to be able to see it live time and react to your comments, discuss with you guys. You guys can discuss with each other. Um, and I was thinking, like I said, if, if we do get a good reaction from that, uh, I would like to do that maybe weekly, probably not weekly, but maybe every other week, maybe once a month. Like I said, I don't, I haven't done one of those shows in a while. So I think at the minimum I could do it once a month. If 
uh, I get a response that's good enough. So, you know, it wouldn't be like I said, every, every single week, because I still got to do focus. I, I still have to fit, uh, focus on the film. And that's what I want to focus on. But I want to interact more. So like I said, if that's a good, uh, if that's a good turnout, I'll, I'll definitely consider uh, doing it much, much more. So it would mean a lot to both me and the people who want to see that happen. If you could show your support, September 2nd, 6pm, Jets X Factor on YouTube. Obviously, you're, you're, you're finding this, you know, through YouTube or the Vimeo. Um, but if you are a Vimeo, if you are a subscriber of Jets X Factor, all that, so you get all the extra content, uh, just go to the YouTube. It's all going to be free for the, for the YouTube, that show. And if you do want to call in, like I said, you can just comment up below. If you do want to call in, 818-794-7004. Again, September 2nd, 6 p.m. Call in is 818-794-7004. Last thing. Um, the pickums, uh, again, I, I've talked about that. I, you know, I, I don't want to spend too much time on it, but every week it's me, me, Marcus, uh, and we're going to pick against, we're gonna pick games. I'm going to pick five, six games a week that I think are really going to be really good games. We're not going to do spreads. We're just going to pick the winners, uh, towards the end of the season. I might look, look into doing spreads for extra points, but if you guys beat me and Marcus in terms of you have more wins than us, more points than us, uh, I'm going to send two free t-shirts and a free year of subscription to the jet jet X, uh, um, store and, uh, or not uh, to the, uh, just a subscription, I guess, I guess what it is. Um, so two free t-shirts and a free year subscription to the site. Um, again, and it's, I'm not sending you to a front row, you know, a, a game, a front row seats or anything like that. It's not that type of a website yet. We will get there. Um, but two free t-shirts and I thought it'd be pretty fun to interact with people. So I, ha I have a couple of people already. Obviously it's me, Marcus. I'm going to have a uh, guy, Vinny, a guy, Tom, um, a guy, um, another guy emailed me. I forgot to write his name down. I'm going to find it in two seconds. Now uh, we have a guy who commented on YouTube, and his name is Ray Fer Ferrero. Ferraro. I'm not sure how to pronounce that. Ferrero. And I got another guy, uh, Rob, who is at uh, Jets Fan UK. So a couple people already. So let's keep it going. Uh, I don't want to get to too many people. I would like to limit it to ten. So we already have one, two, three, four, five, six. We already have six people. Um, so another four, uh, would be, I think the, the max for that. Cause I don't want to spend too, too long on it, but like I said, we'll pick them. Uh, what's going to basically happen is I'm going to put shows out Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, the latest, uh, even if you can't watch the whole show because you're at work, you're busy, whatever, just fast forward to the end of the show, see the pickums. And then for those people who are going to be doing that with me, uh, so far, like I said, the, the outsiders is Tom, Vinny, Ray, Rob, uh, just email me. Like I said, Joe period blew it, B L E W E T T at jets with an S xfactor.com you could comment on the youtube below or you can tweet me at jrb31 i think it'd be a pretty fun thing to do uh let's get into the frank gore stuff um again i want to keep that short because some people said oh i'm six minutes into the video and no no lawrence cager uh film i guess what fast forward through the all the housekeeping and if you want to miss out on all that film that's on you i couldn't care any less so have fun i hope you unsubscribe um 37 years old five nine two sixteen I watched 2019 weeks two, three, four, five, seven, eight, twelve. 12. Uh, I watched some of the games as well, but I didn't record them where a lot of the games that I, that I watched mid season, you know, week nine, 10, 11, 13, 15, a lot of those plays, like I said, were what I expected um, where he was put in short yardage situations, whether it be second and one, third and one goal line, uh, running the clock out when the bills were up. So even if they're up 10 points, you know, the other team is stacking the box, even if it may, might, might, uh, might be a first down run. Uh, they're stacking the box because they know the Bills are going to run the ball and try to uh, run out the clock. So that's what I was anticipated. So I don't give a shit what his stats are. Three yards, two yards, two and a half yards, three and a half yards per carry, whatever he averaged. Um, I, I, don't, I, I didn't buy it. 
And the reason I didn't buy it was because I messaged one of the most knowledgeable Bills guys I know, um, Eric Turner. He's a, he's a friend of mine. Uh, he's helped me along the way. Uh, we discussed plenty of things in private chats and things like that. And he basically told me, look, he was solid towards the beginning of the year. And then, and then Singletary made his way into the lineup and he was used in short yardage situations. So that is what it is. Um, so going into strengths and weaknesses, again, these lists are slightly condensed from what they usually are because I usually watch more plays. Uh, so like Cagers, Wilsons, uh, Gores, Hogan's are a little bit condensed, but for, for Gore, I had good pass protection, plenty of veteran experience, uh, capital on plenty. <laughs> Strong runner, runs low, short and stride while looking for cuts holes, falls, forwards, uh, falls forward, turns for extra yardage, good hands, decent route runner, uh, lined up in slot at times, throws good chips before releases, patient runner, safe runner, which can be a, both a negative and a positive. Um, will press to get hats defenders to open holes for himself contact balance drives through contact weaknesses long speed burst lateral explosion stop start ability uh, safe runner and I put yes both that both a strength and a weakness uh, misses some cutback lanes that are there not overly dynamic and not going to make guys miss in the open field um, so getting into his film like I said 15 plays pretty short um, I know you guys don't want me to do a 80 play review on Frank Gore. So I did not do that to you. And uh, like I said, I'm hoping your attention spans at least long enough for 15 plays, not trying to shoot on anybody. I, I, I get it. I don't know if I would be the most interested in Frank Gore either, but I do want to show that he's not just a, a terrible running back. Like he had, he's going to have a role. Um, now, how big do we want that role to be? Um, not very big. It, honestly, if the Jets were in a playoff, if they were racing for the playoffs and Frank Gore is running better than P. Ryan, yeah, sure. I, I would want Frank Gore to be running the ball more, but I want him more as a third, a third string back. Let like uh, uh, let P. Ryan develop because listen, next year the Jets looking at their running back position, it may only be P. Ryan here next year. You know, depending on uh, Le'Veon Bell and his contract, which I think ninety percent of people expect him to be cut after this year because you can get rid of all of his like twelve, thirteen million dollars, eleven, twelve, thirteen, whatever it's going to be next year. Um, you can cut him, be be clean of that. Gore's on a one year contract. Uh, and P. Ryan's in here for four years. Now, obviously, you know, pending him getting cut or traded, um, but you'd like to think he's going to be here for four years and hopefully even beyond that. And he, he, P. Ryan, not to get into too much of him, he was a pick that a lot of people didn't like. I liked the pick. I, I said that during the show I did. I think he's, he's, a, he's a solid all-around runner. Um, I don't think he's a plotter by any means, but people think he's a plotter. And the good thing about it was that, you know, you saw in a practice today, which, like I said, is the 26th uh, during the, the scrimmage that he broke like a 70-yard run was outrunning guys. He's not, he's not a plodding running back. He's not. He's just not overly explosive, um, which is okay. There's plenty of running backs in the league who are not overly explosive who are really good running backs. Um, you know, obviously, look at the top, like guys like Kamar and Barkley, uh, you know, Zeke are, are all pop notch who Frank Gore, I mean, uh, P. Ryan doesn't have those capabilities, but just look at a guy on his team who's had a really good career. Uh, Frank Gore is never an overly dynamic, great athlete. He's just a really smart, good runner who ran low and trucked some guys over, you know? So um, let's look at some of his film. Uh, he's on the edge right here. So one of the benefits he did have, was he, he was in the slot. He, he did run routes from the slot. He can do things from the slot. So he could fill multiple roles. Uh, I like him more in zone, but he can run gap as well. He could, he's good at pass protection. He could uh, come out here and do what he's going to do right here to the defensive end, I believe, uh, chip and release. So a lot of running backs, you're going to see them in this position. They're more worried about their route and getting into the route with speed instead of their first assignment, with, which is chipping, which the chip is a really important part. Um, obviously, the, you know, on certain situations, if he's condensed a little bit and, and, and then Gore condenses, uh, you don't have to worry about, about it as much because 
the lineman is there basically to take him. So you just want the defensive end to bend inside to him. So you don't have to put too much pressure into him. Obviously you want some to help the offensive lineman, but the wider they are, the more you want to get a hand on, uh, get in their way. So, um, Good job by Gora here, just taking that that drop step, get you know, dropping his shoulder into him, getting his hands onto him, and he freaking chips the the the, the linebacker into the ground. He he literally and there's been there's a couple plays of this I saw, so uh, really disciplined in terms of chipping, and he's and he's low and powerful, so uh, he completely took that guy out of the play, and now you have the the combo block or the the double team the entire time on this defensive end, um, D tackle instead of you know the. Uh, the right tackle having to come off against that because Gore completely wiped him out and then ran into his route and then caught the ball um, and, and turned up field. He slips here, but still really nice play um, from, from Gore right there. Gore cut back there. I did criticize this a little bit. There are some times where I want to, I want to see his eyes more, more active for cutbacks where he kind of just, he, he will like just run into the play side a little bit Um so they they run this uh this pin and pull right here the the bills, and obviously he's following his blockers. It's supposed to be to the outside. Um, what I would like Gore to do would be to cut back here, and you could tell that the defense is flowing hard to the play side. I would like to see him sh um plant right here and shoot up the field. If he was a, if if he if his eyes were a little bit more active up the field right here, he would see that these guys are pretty much even. Um, this linebacker is flowing hard over the top. These guys are all blocked to the backside. So if he were to, to, to plant right here and cut up field, uh, this guy's going to be pursuing too hard over the top. And then he had to, he has to worry about this guy who's currently blocked, who's engaged. So you'd have to work past him, whether it be him getting past this block or um, him still being blocked. And if he is getting past the block, he's more at a standstill. So I would like to see a cutback um, right, right around here, you know, plant his foot in the ground and, you know, uh, jump cut inside. Now, the linebacker, you know, he is in a relatively okay position, but I, I think he would be able to get inside right here um, if he were to, to, to uh, jump cut. Instead, he kind of just runs into um, the, the, the designed uh, gap that's not really open because this guy gets cut. Um, they don't really create a lot of movement on the front side right here. So uh, he just drops his shoulder and, and gets some yards. But there's, there's some scenarios right here where you'd see like an elite running back, like right here, plant jump cut, burst, read this guy, plan either way, and, and get up the field. So he doesn't have that type of capability. So I would like to see him cut back right there. Uh, truck on the goal line, okay. So they the Bills offensive line all wedge blocks. The fullback comes here to kick out the any edge threat, the email, and Gore um, gets the handoff to the to the weak side and is just uh, reading his, his play side gaps. So um, as he takes the ball, he obviously sees the entire – Giants offensive line crashing down hard uh, with the Bills hats all outside leverage, outside leverage, outside leverage, outside leverage. So what he's going to do is obviously not go inside of any of these gaps because they all have inside leverage and it's all really tight and condensed. So he's going to um, just aim his track to the outside. He does that. The uh, fullback does a good job getting vertical and then outside on this guy. So now Gore is met in the um, A, B, C, the C gap or the D gap, actually the edge. This is, this is now the D gap. Um, he's been a D gap by number 57. He sees that lowers his shoulder, puts number 57 onto his ass and gets into the end zone. And I'll show it from this angle. I definitely like this truck right here. Obviously he is reading. He, ch he changes his track a little bit right there. I think hop steps. 
he's just reading the line. He doesn't, he doesn't want to take one step, two steps, three steps, and then try to cut because now he's, now he's pressed too close to the line. So nice little footwork right there reading the, um, reading the play. It's, 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 it's little, but it, that matters right there. Sees number 57 in the hole. And you see how he takes this – he drops his shoulder and takes this big step and explodes into him. He's, he's rolling some of the power through his hips. He's literally – he's lunging into him. He's not just taking on that contact. He's delivering the contact. Again, you want to get lower and deliver the shot. So it's just, it's just a little bit of his body. He takes that big step, lowers his shoulder, pops him. Ring gain his balance, continues to churn through his legs. Turns forward for a touchdown. I'll show it in full. I'll show it in full speed both plays. I always like to see running backs trucking over linebackers on the goal line for touchdowns. I like to see it regardless, but especially for a touchdown on the goal line, it's definitely nice. So, good job by Gore. Ball secure. Okay. Uh, they run one back power here. Yeah. Okay. So this was a long one to explain like in text, uh, in the article that did like four plays for the last couple of reviews. I didn't do the whole article. I did like four or five plays kind of previewing what the review, uh, on YouTube or Vimeo, uh, depending if you're a subscriber or not a subscriber, if you are a subscriber, you're going to be watching most likely on Vimeo because you get the whole video. It doesn't cut out halfway through. Um, but here they run power number 57, uh, 47 right here crashes uh, he, he penetrates quickly. So you have the combo blocker here. That's going to be working to, to the backside linebacker, but he penetrates hard. So the, uh, the combo, the high leg of the combo, this, this, uh, the inside guy is forced to come off of him really quickly. Uh, he, uh, off the combo really quickly. He does come off of it, but, uh, the linebacker is able to, uh, not, I'm sure not on purpose, but he, he, he hits the pulling guard, which disrupts the pulling guard's speed and his tracks. So the pulling guard is bumped back a little bit into the, into the backfield. This is not what you want on a, on a pulling play where he's supposed to be kicking this guy out because now he's kind of in line with Gore, not in front of Gore, leading the way for him. Uh, so Gore does a good job. He stays patient right here. You're going you're gonna to see him just shuffling with the offensive lineman. And obviously, you can see his eyes, too, are on 57 because this is, this is where he knows he's supposed to go. His eyes are on 57. He shuffles and gets outside. He, did, he doesn't want to press too hard inside right now because then 57 is going to press uh, or is going to shoot inside and he's going to tackle him. Um, so good job continuing to press outside, getting lateral. You can see Gore uh, pushes offensive linemen with his left hand, with his left or right hand. I, don't, I can't really tell which one it is. It looks like his, his right arm with the ball. Um, he shoves the, the offensive lineman in the way of 57. So he shoves the ball in the way of 57. He sees the backside uh, <coughs> pursuit right here from the defensive lineman. He lowers his shoulder, two hands in the ball. There's, there's a lot of little important stuff with, with, uh, you know, uh, running backs. And right here, like maybe a guy who hasn't seen a lot, wouldn't really notice this guy would keep running with the ball. Uh, tucked in one arm, and now it's punched out. But good job by Gore with the peripheral vision, uh, noticing the backside pursuit from the, from the lineman, tucking the ball with two arms. And then while he's doing this also, he sees that number 21, which is Peppers, I believe, um, coming at like a flat angle over the top. So he's going to try to get inside of him, not to the outside of him, because Peppers' momentum is taking him outside, so he's not going to want to go outside of him. So it's a combination of this guy inside, him with, the, with his uh, momentum going to the outside. So Gore cuts it more inside tucks the ball, churns through the, through the contact. And you can see, too, at, when he comes into this contact, he raises his knee. 
You see what his, do you see what his left leg right here? Because Peppers is going to try to take out his legs and you want to be light on your feet because if one of your feet get taken out, um, you can quickly transition to the other feet. When, you, when you're heavy on your feet, uh, you're a lot of your weights into your feet. So a lot of your balance is in relation to having that foot planted firmly underneath your frame. But when you're running through holes, you want to see guys with high knees uh, to, to, to get rid of some of the traffic around their feet um, and to keep their balance. So he lowers his shoulder while throwing up that high knee, um, which avoids uh, Collins, breaks out of that tackle, that, that, that two tackles right there. Um, sees obviously this guy lowers his shoulder again two hands on the ball really important runs through that arm tackle uh, for the most part and then gets brought down by a combination of three guys so again does he have nothing no he, you know he's he, he he's a um he's a role-playing type running back he's not a starter anymore but you know this is not a guy who people are oh my god this is a bust of a signing you know i'd rather have josh adams running this that's that's not true which Josh Adams is like the shoe in to make it in as, as a fourth running back right now. I haven't heard anything about him, but the only other guy I thought could, could uh, compete with him, uh, Kenneth Dixon, who had some productive uh, games with the, the Ravens a couple of years ago. I thought he can compete, but I, um, I believe he was already cut. So, all right. So they run this uh, like tight zone split right here. So Gore's reading. He I don't, I don't know whether the Bills are taught to run. Uh, some 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 people who run zone like to read linebackers first. Some like to read defensive linemen two two linebackers, or some like to read uh, just the linebackers and like the the peripheral like the the hats of the first guys, uh, kind of in like a secondary type uh, read. So tight zone. I'm assuming he does not take this hole right here because this linebacker is over the top and he thinks this linebacker is just going to uh, shoot this gap because there's nobody to block him. So you have combo. This guy is locked out on this guy. So there's no offensive lineman to really get in the way of this guy um, through this gap, through the, was it the A gap, the B gap. So that's why I think he doesn't cut into that hole because it is, it, it, you know, this, this uh, linebacker, sh you know, should cover that and, and fill that if necessary. So I like that he stays patient here and waits for something to open. So he runs in, in, into kind of nothing, but he knows this guy's going to be blocked. He knows that these guys are in a combo. Um, I'm sure you see that this guy is blocked, but his hips are angled outside. You can see his, his helmet's right up right here. He's, he's reading this area right here. He sees that um, Dawkins has leverage on him outside, but is put, but is shoving him and his hips are open to the inside. So runs right through that gap that the, uh, the, the linebacker lineman, uh, again, his hips were not uh, in position to cover that or to, to be there for that, for, that, uh, for that tackle. Again, it happens really quickly, but knows this will be filled, runs into basically the middle of nowhere, evaluates, sees this guy flowing, sees uh, obviously Dawkins with the cross shove, so he's not going to be picking him up fully, um, stays patient. And again, you could, see, you could see him just reading this. He's not running full speed right here. Sees the gap, shoulders down, and then this guy comes uh, over the. Uh, he tries to shed to make the, the tackle, and you're gonna see Gore stiff arm him. Left arm goes out right there. Left arm goes out, stiff arm. Continues up the field. Continues to turn for more yardage. Play in full speed again. Nice patience. See, he's just like see that. See that he's like two steps. This one, two, and then he explodes. You're gonna see better in full speed. But it's nice patience. One, two, seize it. 
and, and like it makes sense when you look at like I like when I'm explaining okay like the linebackers over the top and now you know these the, the offensive line are falling to the right and so is the defense and now I'm going to shoot that gap but like that that all seems easy when I'm doing it in slow motion but then when you look at it like this like this is how you appreciate that stuff like that's that that opens you know split second before he takes it so you gotta that's the anticipation of a hole right there um that Gore has from playing for years and years and years and, and running the ball thousands of times hands okay so play action by the way there were some picks I was thinking about putting up of of that that in the games I watched that Allen had that were just inexcusable him just throwing off of his back foot into, into triple coverage that were intercepted uh I'm I'm not at the point yet where I think he's a long-term quarterback really at all. I, I think if he was in the Jets situation, uh, even, you know, any, any situation that's worse than his own, uh, he would not be nearly as, as good as he is. And I'm not saying it's him. That's good. It's, it's, it's the running game. Uh, it's the weapons they put around him. It's the offensive line. It's the defense. It's the coaching. It's not Allen. Uh, I'm really not a big fan of Allen. So, and people, Oh, well they made it to the playoffs. Okay. Trent Dilfer won a Super Bowl. you know, so don't give me that, you know, the quarterback is the most important thing, but you can overcome a bad quarterback and still make it to the postseason, a la Mark Sanchez. So, and he did do better in those some of those playoff games. But play action, uh, Gore leaks out to the flat. Allen puts the ball way too high and are outside. It's really not that far. It's more out. It's more far outside. He just needs to put it on him here. This this is just general accuracy. Just put it on him. Gore, left hand out, tips up to himself, brings the ball in and runs upfield for a first down. So just a little example of, of the old man's hands right there. He has them. Uh, he can catch the ball relatively well. Again, he's not going to be super explosive out of routes and stuff like that. So you're not going to put him on like a too, too many screens or, or wheel routes or anything like that, expecting him to outrun linebackers. But as a check down um, on like a snag or flat or bench or whatever, um, I think it's fine. You know, sit down underneath, whatever it may be, option route. Uh, I think you do that. Trap run. Okay, so they're running trap to this three tech. These guys are going to fake like they're going to block the three tech. He's going to penetrate. You want to do this against penetrating defense. He's the 70s and release to the backside linebacker, I think. He releases to the backside linebacker. Gore, drop step, takes the ball. Obviously, he wants to avoid this collision, so he doesn't want to straight into the, to the ass of this guy because if you're expecting this guy to stand him up a little bit, you're going to run into the ass of this guy. Now your momentum's slowed, and you're not going to be able to – uh, to work up field. So good job. Again, it's little stuff, just changing his angle a little bit right there. Because again, if he's straight on, he might trip over his legs, he might hit his ass, whatever it may be. So change his angle a little bit out um, to the inside. He wants to shoot, uh, he wants to get through this gap, obviously. Now, the center who blocks back on the one tech um, right here is he got stood up a little bit. So he's not able to just cleanly just work through this, just lower his pads and just burst up field. He has to avoid uh, the traffic, the legs of his, um, or the garbage, the legs of his offensive linemen. So he has to jump over them. He gets bumped a little bit, but he jumps over them, uh, works up field. He sees that this, this safety is coming down from high and at a hard angle. Um, you know, this way, if you can try on my mouse, he's, he's coming at too high of an angle, I would, I would say, um, to Gore. As you can see right here, he's coming at a high angle on this path. So Gore is going to press up field, drops his weight into the into his uh, into that this plant foot, and he turns his left foot out. Do you see how he turns his left foot out? Again, it's a lot of the stuff with the hips with the feet. Your 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 hips can't work over a toe that's pointed. So if your toe is pointed forwards, you're not gonna be able to turn your hips over that. It just doesn't work. If you turn your foot outwards, your hips are able to turn more. It's just it's just 
it's just physics. So um, good job planting, turning this foot out. He's going to plant. And it's going to allow his hips to work over it and explode over the foot, not, not try to explode um, with his foot. Like again, over that foot, it's just the, the hips don't work over the toes. They have to work in conjunction with the toes. So drops, plants, left foot open, cuts inside of that. This guy's far to the outside, so he's not going to keep going to the outside. He's Now he's just going to lower his helmet and get what he can. <clears throat> Tucks the ball two arms in traffic. Again, important to, to, to have the awareness of where you're at. Like there's some guys, again, who wouldn't have seen this guy working over the top, would have kept running, and now this ball is, is loose and it's a fumble. But Gore recognizes that. Two hands in the ball, turns forward for he breaks one tackle, one and a half tackles and turns forward. Again, there's some guys who've been tackled right here, but he gets another two, three yards, maybe four yards. So good job. Sets up blocks. Okay, so they run um, counter OF. Obviously, this whole side blocking pretty much down. You're gonna have um, you're gonna have the guard <clears throat> kicking out uh, whatever edge threat, and then you have the fullback leading. Where you know power, it's 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 uh, the the fullback kicking out, and the guard leading. I mean, uh, sorry, the the guard the guard leading and the and the fullback kicking out. I think is, is that what I said the first time? I'm not sure, but he sets up his blocks. He stays patient. Again, just patience with his feet. Just lets everything develop. Lets everything develop. Lets everything develop. He wants to. Keep these guys inside, allowing him to burst to, to the outside. Really, he doesn't. He doesn't want to press this too quickly, and then have everybody react to it. He kind of. He kind of wants these guys, like this backside linebacker right here, to just stay where he's at, which he does. Do you see? Just watch this. Or the, it's not a linebacker. It's a safety. I think. It, I think twenty three is Chung, right? So, him not pressing this immediately. Um, one doesn't get himself involved in this traffic right here. Two, it keeps Chung on the on the backside right here and more patient, so he can explode to the play side gap. So you can see as he plants and cuts through the play side, now Chung is not in position to, to, to uh, scrape over the top because Gore set up his blocks. He, he set up the run. So nice patience. Again, these plays are more long developing. You have to be patient and then explode through it. So sees it developing, explodes to the play side, plants upfield, upfield. He gets tackled by McCourty. Gore, cover, head down, uh, find hole. Okay, another uh, another counter OF. So, punch step, takes the handoff, sees the penetration right here um, in the uh, vacated gap. So you have number 99 pushing hard up field. He sees this as he's taking the hand. As he's coming to the mesh point, he sees this. So he's not going to continue on the track he's on right here. He's going to flatten it a little bit to avoid that pressure. It's just, like I said, the running backs has a little, very little things. Just slightly, just see how he turns his hip away from this guy. High knee. You see his, his knee come high to avoid just any, any potential uh, attempted leg tackles. Um, changes his angle, avoids that. He sees his, his lead blocker. Um, getting squeezed, taking on the inside shoulder of the linebacker to, to kick him out a little bit. Follows that, lowers his shoulder as he sees number 94 working over the top, breaks that tackle, continues to run forward, sees more contact coming from Bayard coming off of a block. Again, lowers his shoulder, two hands in the ball, 
Another guy comes in the tackle, continues to stay low and drive his feet, drive his feet, drive his feet, and gets another two, two three yards. Again, there are some guys who be tackled here. There are some guys who will be tackled here. <laughs> you know, so he has a little bit of that juice stuff that I that I uh, previewed in the article. The article is like, does he have the juice left or whatever? Didn't come out yet, actually, at the time I'm recording this. But um, again, I want to see Le'Veon Bell more. I want to see P. Ryan more, but it's it's just funny that all these people who shit on the signing are now seeing him in camp getting good runs and things like that. Like, oh my God, you know, he's he's a good running back. Like, and and I'm not even saying he's good. I just think he's decent, and that, that's better what some people think he is. So, aware cut drive. Okay, so this looks like it's supposed to be one back power. Um, no, it's supposed to be power. It lo- it looks like to me. Um, I'm not sure exactly who's if it, whether it be a blown assignment or wherever the blocking scheme was. If they weren't expecting this linebacker to shoot right here because he absolutely needs to be picked up, I would I would change this play at this point when this guy is depending if he if he if he creeped up really really early or late into the snap, then it's hard because you have to block down on these two guys. Or no, let me see actually what 73 does. Interesting little wrinkle there, but okay. So it looks like it looks like one back power. They had the quick penetration from both right here. So Gordon want to continue. You can see he's reading that. So it's oh shit, I can't take this hand off. And you see his eyes, just seeing his peripheral vision. He sees that this guy is uncovered from the backside, crashing down. And I think he actually sees it early. Now that I'm thinking about it, so he's reading this, and I think he sees this because. And the reason I think that is because he shortens his stride right here. Do you see before he takes the, before he takes the ball, he's expecting the cut. So it's not like he sees it now. He already saw, he already saw that he's in a cup. He already knows that he's in a cut back right, you know, probably right, right out here. Cause you see how he almost like skip steps right there, hops into the handoff while he shortens his stride. Again, plants, turns the, the, the foot in the direction he wants to cut in outwards. So his hips can work over it and he can just explode over that foot, not have to work through it. So shortens his stride, hops into the handoff, drops his drops his weight, opens his foot, bursts through the contact, maintains his balance, runs upfield, um, and takes one, two, three tacklers and continues to drive them. Again, there's guys who would have went down right here at the you know 38, 37 yard line, but he takes it to the about what the 32, 33 because he's low. He runs condensed. Um, and he's powerful, you know, at his age, he, power doesn't really, you know, look at James Harrison at like 40 years old. He's still moving trucks and whatever. Um, moving trucks wasn't the best example to be honest, because I think, I think pushing a car and pushing a truck is, is pretty easy. Um, listen, I, I, I'm going to bet that half the listeners I, that I have right now could go out and whatever car you, you own, you drive. If you put it in neutral on a flat street, you could push it. If you can't, you need to hit the gym a little bit. So, for the guys who just like push a G wagon, I'm not impressed. I, I think a lot of people can do that. Now, if that's on a slight grade, uh, like a hill, if it's on a light, a slight incline, awesome. Flat ground, it's 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 meant to move. It has wheels. That's the purpose of a wheel. It's supposed to move. Now you said to get it moving. That initial burst to the, again, whatever. And if you don't believe me, whatever. I know Tom listens to the show. Who's Tom? Who tailgates me? Vinny? Whoever. Uh, you want to, any car in the parking lot of, of MetLife, I'll, I'll, you know, I'm up for the challenge. Maybe not, maybe not the bus that we drive. I don't think I can get that moving. Uh, but any of the cars or trucks, I'm, I'm pretty confident I could do it. 
I've done it before. I've had to push cars. Like I said, my, my job, people are, are stalled out in the street all the time. You have to push their car. Um, sometimes even up slight grades, but that's not a G wagon. It's a little Toyota Corolla. So it's a little bit different. Um, but still it's, it's, those videos are stupid. I think they're really stupid. Um, okay. So like I said, he hops into this, he sees the pressure, opens his foot, burst outside through the contact and drags a couple of the guys forward for a couple extra yards. I, I love the, the, the ball security and there's the continuation to drive and get more yards there. Uh, five plays left again, pretty short. Another eye formation, 22 personnel. More like pin and pull. They like these like these like sweeps, these pin and pulls, the power, the counter. They do a lot of this sub stuff. More zone, um, more of this stuff type of zone. Uh, the, more of these types of run than zone plays. Takes the handoff. It's another situation where I want to see cutbacks. Yeah, so there's some times where he, when he's not really sure what to do, he kind of just runs into the play side and will just lower his helmet and just try to get a couple of extra yards. But there's scenarios where I want to see him plant his foot in the ground right here and cut to the backside, whether it be like cut up, cut up, cut up. Like, but he's not, he's not the type of running back who has that really lateral explosion to be able to stop really quickly, explode, 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 and, and plant and go. So it's like a little bit of the, of the physical limitation whether it be him knowing that he can't do that or adjust his eyes. But again, right here, there's a ton of guys over here. Even if he just plants, cuts back, bursts upfield, cuts back, like there's some things I think he could do right here. Um, and I don't see how it develops after he cuts back, but I'd like to see him go for a little bit more right here. So he's a little bit too safe. It just puts his helmet down and gets a few yards um, instead of what could have been some more yards, um, at least I believe. So that's again, could be some of the, some of the reads that he's making um, and wanting to be safe, or it could just be, he knows his physical limitations that he can't do it in terms of that lateral explosion, which he doesn't have uh, pass block. Okay. And this is really nothing like overly crazy. I just like the quick uh, diagnosing. So you have the, the dolphins who run a, uh, a cross dogs, uh, cross dog blitz with the linebackers uh, cross dogging. One goes in, one goes over the top. It's almost like a stunt from the linebackers. And I like that he presses up, um, and like, he's like scanning for his, his assignment, gets his hand on his center. Those are centers going to pick that up. He doesn't overcommit. Again, there's some guys who would jump inside right here and, and, and be right on the center's ass, but he trusts the center, gets his hand on, waits for number 56, drops his pads, explodes right up through his like, uh, midsection pops him. And then, and then breaks out on a potential, like uh, just a little sit route right here. So Good, uh, good pass block, good uh, quick uh, diagnosing of, of the cross dog. Cut back, high knees, uh, knees through hole. Okay, got three plays left. So I think something was screwed up here um, by Josh Allen. I, whether it be Gore or Allen, um, there are some runs where you, you sprint out like this, but it, this looks like it was it was almost not there. Like this is too hard there's some plays where like like i said alan will take more of like a flat angle coming and then sprint to his, into his guy more like a more of like a draw looking type play um this is not that so i'm not sure exactly what happened here but it looks like it's supposed to be like an an inside tight zone um gore to bend it inside a little bit to get the handoff it just looks screwed up that could be done by design but that's really odd um sees this hole obviously the 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 
this guy's flowing to the place or to the to the uh, to, to these gaps. This guy has leverage outside, so he's not going to cut through this gap. Um, he's gonna he's gonna cut it back. Cuts it back. Cuts it back again. He sees this guy coming over the top, so he's probably gonna go through this hole right here. Sees this guy now. Um, cuts it back a little bit again. Sees this guy again. It's a lot, like a lot of peripheral vision and just awareness of who's around you. Um, sees him, and you're gonna see him like kind of tuck the ball away from him. You see how he just like shifts his body right here. That little bit could lead to either a tackle or, or a broken tackle because if his legs are here and his more momentum is coming um, on this side of his body, then it's easier for this guy to, to hit him and knock him down because he's attacking more of his balance where if he shifts his weight um, to the other side of his body and this, this side of his body is now lighter, um, it allows him to kind of uh, absorb that contact while maintaining balance a little bit. So um, good job just noticing that and kind of jumping through that tackle and having high knees. Again, you see how his knees are – you see regular running, just knees are lower. And now when he's expecting contact, uh, whether it be through um, guy diving play side, backside, pursuit, whatever, um, you're going to see his, his left knee come up. Up. He's trying to avoid that, that, that leg tackle. Drives forward, dives for extra yardage. All right, two more plays. Balance, churn. Um, Okay, what this play was – this – I don't know what this run play was. They screwed up something, though. Um, and it's hard – it's especially hard to see what the run play was when you, when you see when it's, when it's screwed up. Like, it could be one back power where he was supposed to take any in, interior threat and then he was supposed to take the outermost threat. I don't know exactly what the design was here. Um, but Gore, obviously, while – uh, working to the mesh point sees that again the Eagles are crashing hard on this this linebacker is crashing down hard and is already in the backfield by the time he takes the ball literally he's already in the backfield gets the ball sees him again drops his hips uh, plants hip uh, opens his hips with his left foot turning outwards leaving a little, little like a uh, little ole right here works sideways to avoid that Stays balanced. Sees it. Sees this guy working over the top. Cuts inside of him. Now, like it, it all happens so damn quick. It's this isn't this is impressive. Even though it doesn't go for much yardage, but again, mesh point. Sees this guy, sidesteps him, protects the ball, maintains his balance. Sees this guy working over the top. Cuts outside of him. Cuts outside of him. Now sees this guy right here. Turns the ball away from him. Two arms on it, churns, and gets another couple yards. So he, he avoids like three guys out there like really quickly. One, two, and then drives forward. Pat, uh, 91 is Cox. So good job tucking the ball right there because Cox is a strong guy. And if you're, the ball is loose, and a lot of guys when they're running through holes like that and sidestepping and, and avoiding guys and changing angles, the ball is popping, popping, like, you know, like all crazy. And then that's when you see guys get the ball punched out. But Gore is always nice, tight, condensed. Two arms in the ball, or if it is, is one arm, it's it's very rarely, uh, you know, with his arm flapping. So good job. Last play.
let's see. All right, so they run more pin and pull, uh, pin and pull on the front side. You said pin and pull on the front side. Core takes the outside handoff. A lot of congestion right here. Uh, bends it to the outside. Follows his blocks. Sees number 20 uh, with that inside leverage. Cuts outside of him. Inside of uh, 25. And a little stiff arm and gets another couple. Get Nice little gain right here. This is like a, let's say, let's count it. About 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. I think that's longer. That's a longer run than Le Le'Veon Bell had last year. Le'Veon Bell is better, and obviously Gore's working with a better offensive line, so hopefully with an upgraded line, Le'Veon Bell seems some longer runs like this. But like, like I said, he, it's, he's not a guy with nothing left. That's what, I'm, that's what I was trying to show in this review. He has some, something to offer the team, um, just hopefully more of a reserved role, uh, a smaller role. But that's it. Again, uh, last show before the September 2nd show, I'll quickly just uh, say that again. September 2nd, uh, 6 p.m., call in which is youtube live just click on uh, jet x factor and you'll see it like premiering whatever it's going to be you're going to see it i'm sure you know how to work on computer 6 p.m call in is 818-794-7004 uh if you see again if you don't want to call in you can just chat i'm going to answer to the chats we're going to do our 53 man roster prediction while talking to you guys while taking calls uh the pickums me tom Vinny, marcus uh ray and rob uh, i'll take about four more people maybe maybe five six more people but that's about it uh, again, email Joe, uh, common spelling of Joe, uh, period, blew it, B-L-E-W-E-T-T, -E at jetsxfactor.com. Let me know if you're interested in that. Again, if you beat us, uh, two t free T-shirts and a year subscription, and maybe to the, the highest person outside of me or Marcus, I'll give you a free T-shirt, even if you don't beat us, just for being the top contender, I'll give you a free T-shirt. So yeah, you get a little bit of a consolation prize, uh, even if you don't come in first. So it's like the second and third place prizes in a fantasy league. So uh, make sure you do that. Again, with the YouTube live show, uh, the more support I get for that, the more I consider to do that at least, I'm going to say at least once a month, I, I want to do that type of show. Um, maybe a little bit more, uh, but at least once a month if we get the, the right amount of support. So I appreciate you for listening. Drop those reviews. Make sure you show up for the YouTube live. Email me um, if you want to participate in the pickums or comments, whatever. I got the one guy from comments. I got the one guy from email. I got the other from text. So uh, I will see you guys later uh, on September 2nd. Thank you.